Hello, I'm Mike Hodgson, the uh, CEO of Sarabi Gold, and today is the 27th of May. I've just come back from Brazil, having uh, been down there for about two weeks, uh, and I've been there for the last uh, uh, monthly for the last four or five months. And uh, pleased to give a, an operational update on Polito, a development update on Coringa, our new project, and also an exploration update, which um, I, we're very excited about too. Mike, well, thanks for joining us. It's, it's been it's been a while, but it sounds like from that introduction, you've been quite busy jumping on on planes and getting on location, which helps, meeting people, which helps, and actually having a look at what's happening on the ground. So um, thanks for joining us. Well, well look, um, I want to kind of keep it short and punchy today um, because obviously, it, it's, look, I'm going to say tough markets. We've all come off the back of COVID. Everyone's in the same boat, but it's about what you do about it. So when what have you been going down to Brazil to do? What, what problems are you trying to fix? Well, look, we spoke, I think, at the back end of last year, maybe the very beginning of this year. Um, we we had a, um, I'm not going to dwell too much on COVID, as you say, everyone knows about it. And if people don't understand what happened during the pandemic, well, it, it, this, they, they, they never will. 2021 was really uh, the hangover of COVID. And we we had, um, we were behind with our development. A lot of that was down to supply chain issues, not getting key equipment. And Q1 2022 we had a, a tough start to the year. We had uh, in our South Chico uh, ore body at Polito, uh, we had entered into an area, we were mechanized mining. It had been drilled. It looked pretty good after the drilling. But once we got into the mine, into that part of the mine, very unique part of the mine, we found uh, something quite different to what the drill hole suggested. That's kind of occasionally and sadly what happens. And uh, it just proved very difficult to mine. So we just had to do a mining change, a mining methodology change on the fly. Uh, again, due to the lack of development, we didn't, we weren't overwhelmed with um, alternative opportunities. So we had a tough first two months, which is pretty difficult to recover. Um, pleased to say, so I've been going down there every month, really, really trying to help the guys out on very direct day-to-day -day mining problems. We've, we've really, and it's really worked. We've actually uh, uh, pulled it together. We've actually. Um, the month on month on month things have improved. March was the best month, and then April was the better was the best month yet. And May we're honing it, homing in on hopefully what will be the best month yet of the year. So, you know, long may that continue, and will be uh, uh, things good. I will say one other thing too. Um, at the end of last year, we 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 managed to um, during the pandemic we lost a lot of key people returning home, not wanting to be in a remote location, uh, and you know we had a lot of turnover of people. wasn't easy. Um, Glad to say, end of last year, we got the original general manager back, the guy who built Polito back in 2012. He's back in the company. He's brought his team back. A lot of familiar faces are back. These are the guys that are building Coringa. Super important. I'm so comfortable having those guys back in the company. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess um, people absolutely critical um, part of this. And I guess the, the original um, guys coming back together is, is good news too. But look, it's a fairly low base right now. Okay. You know, you, you've had to adjust your guidance for the year at the beginning because if there was a sort of less than auspicious start um, to the year. Or that, can you say that the, the problems you encountered in January have gone away? Because it also impacted February slightly. I mean, do you see this continual growth of numbers that you're seeing in, in, um, in March, April, and hopefully May sustaining? I believe so. Yes, I think now we can actually the level of production three thousand ounces thereabouts. So, uh, I hope I really am confident, hopeful, very hopeful. Uh, we can now maintain that going forward for the rest of the year. So you know, I'm 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 saying so I'm hopeful we're going to exceed our restated guidance. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that, that's good news. Um, 
So let's talk about where that's coming from, though, right? Okay, so so I don't want it to be like a hope. I want it to be sort of based on a you know solid foundation. So the Palito is is what improving. I mean, Sachika didn't sounds like it didn't quite go according to plan. And, and what's happening at Coringa? So where, where are these answers coming from? We've 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 put more effort into Polito, uh, admittedly, and we've moved a few people from Sao Chico to Polito. Where Polito, we've got a lot more optionality. We've got many more veins. We've got a lot of new faces. We've got some fantastic grades. And coming out of an area called Chico de Santa, where we've got three veins on three levels. Uh, I mean, the the um, I, I can't really show. I haven't got any samples in front of me, but honestly, amazing copper and gold grades coming out of there at the moment. And we're really beginning to expand the mine again. We've got, I say, multiple fronts or faces in Polito, which allow us to work several areas. We shrank the mine during the pandemic just because we needed simplicity with less people. Now we're growing it and expanding it again. And uh, we've got a lot of options. A lot. We're working about six or seven different veins now with about on two or three levels. So a lot of options, which is really good. So Chico... Um, with the mining methodology changing, going back to selective mining, the grades are really improved a lot. Uh, we were sort of struggling with sort of four grams, a big dilution problem, trying to mechanize an ore body. Mechanized mining had worked really well in Sao Chico for many years, uh, but I think we just pushed it too far. We started mechanizing a part of the mine, which essentially wasn't mechanizable, if there is such a word, using that methodology. We went back to selective mining, which means... Less volume, but better quality. And so it's ticking along pretty nicely. And we're, we're finding, uh, we're now um, extending that over more areas. Uh, it does mean that Polito is going to do the heavy lifting, really, in 2022 and Sao Chico a little less, but it's still going to contribute and have a significant contribution. So uh, that's, that's, that's the way it's going to you know, pan out for the rest of the year and probably going into 2023 as well. Right. I see. Okay. So Polito. Going according to plans, Sachiko, not so much. Um, you've got this. We talked. We've talked on numerous occasions about what the ore sorter is doing for you. I mean, you've got one. How do you, how do you deploy that at all of the various sites? Because obviously, Karinga is you know you know was the acquisition you made a couple of years ago. Um, you expect it to be kind of more of the same, high grade under underground, but. You know, there's a bit of capex to be spent there. There's a bit of time to develop that thing. Is, is there any way that that can contribute to the numbers today? I mean, well, that's a that's a great point and a very um, relevant point. Um, it, it, it's things are there is some quite interesting ideas where we're, we're evolving at, at Karinga. We started into the Serra Zone, one of the ore bodies at Karinga, about sort of three months ago. We hit the ore. Um, Pretty surprised the grades we were getting. Um, certainly, far positive or negative, people. Mike? Surprise, yeah, good. Positive, positive, <laughs> right, very okay. positive, very positive. Some really quite gr- amazing channel sample grades in the early development. Narrow grain, narrow vein, high grade. But the nice thing was the vein was very kind of relatively regular, and it meant with the development, not to get too technical. It meant we could employ a methodology called split blasting, which meant where as you advance the tunnels through following the vein, you could actually blast the ore in a way separately, which meant the product will generating a smaller stockpile, but a much higher grade stockpile. So it got us thinking, well, we've got space at the Polito plant, you know, is it worth thinking about transporting this high grade stock? to Polito, rather than just leaving there sitting, sleeping for the process plant to be built at Coringa, why don't we actually uh, think about moving it? But had, had you not so, thought of that before? 
You must we have- did, and three years ago when we bought the asset, we um, we did look at the trucking option of trucking, never having a plant at Coringa and trucking ore to Palito. Back then, there were a couple of challenges. Number one, the road between Coringa and Palito was largely not paved. It was, in the rainy season, tough, <laughs> really tough. Bogged down with Sawyer trucks, and you know, just you know, you, you just wouldn't want to entertain the idea. Two things have occurred. One, the road has been paved, so the road between Coringa and Polito, which is about 200 kilometer trucking, 160 kilometers is now a beautiful paved road. That helps. Two, there is a huge oversupply of trucks in Brazil, and the what, that has why? meant when we when we why. Sawyer traffic, uh, the, set, the state to the south of, of our mining area is called Mato Grosso, generates the vast majority of Brazil's soya beans. They're all being transported up the road, which goes past the front door of Coringa and Palito, transporting soya beans, great big road trains. So that's why the road was paved in the first place. So this obviously is bringing infrastructure, bringing improvement. It's brought a lot of trucks, and there's now too many trucks for the work that's out there. So when we looked at this, Three years ago, you know, resource, resource reserve grade of eight grams at Coringa. It cost us more or less three grams per ton to move that ore from Coringa to Polito. So it wasn't a very attractive option. We, what we, we didn't look at it. The upshot of what I've just said is the costs now are one gram. So you look well, at d- it. D- think, despite well, inflation and all of the, in terms of fuel and trucking costs, et cetera, it, it's dropped by a third. It, it, it is. It is. It's. It's. It's hard to understand, isn't it, with the price of diesel? Yeah. But diesel is actually controlled and subsidised in Brazil. Um, they, the government have, on a number of cases, tried to raise the price of diesel, okay. not with much success. So, but those are the numbers. I mean, really. Uh, so, what does uh, that do for you? I mean, it goes from three three grams per, per ton cost down to to, to one. Suddenly that, well, does that change plans at Coringa? Because obviously we've talked in the past about Coringa probably needs to build a plant there, a bit of a cap, capex um, for that and, and other infrastructure. I can't quite remember what, what that number totaled, but with these trucking costs, does that dramatically change things either in the short term or well, the long term? Well, it certainly allows us to take an advantage of an economic situation. I, I think that's the truth. And you could argue, well, if the prices go up, we bought, we're even thinking about buying our own trucks and doing it ourselves, which would even make it even cheaper. I mean, yes, we're looking at a process plant cost, a big capital cost at Coringa. And, and look, that's, it's always going to be better to build your, your plant where the mine is, obviously. Uh, and we're still committed to that. That's the plan. That's the long-term plan. But, I, you know, we can take advantage of a short-term, you know, economic opportunity, uh, okay. which might become a medium-term economic opportunity. Uh, and, and we well, can to, actually to get Coringa. Build, some, build cash reserves, I'm guessing. Well, exactly. We can use Coringa ounces now instead of waiting 18 months, which is the current plan. So those Coringa ounces now will actually help Coringa as a development project wash its face. Mm-hmm. And if we produce more next year, it'll do more than washing its face. It'll actually generate cash flow. And that, of course, is you're generating a war chest. When you come to build the plant, okay, you do that. Um, so yeah, I so mean, let's it, just it, look at that. So how much how much was the ore sorter that, that you've got up at Polito? Uh, built, installed, one point eight million dollars. Okay, so is it not? I don't know what the trucking cost. You'd have to tell me. So would it be feasible to get another ore sorter and put that down at Coringa rather than ship everything up? You know, because trucking well, costs you, are you, trucking costs, you, right? You, you you read my mind. Okay, good. Because. <laughs> 
that's um, <laughs> exactly that. You're, 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 the, the, the name of the game here is to actually truck the high-grade part of the material from Coringa to Polito and leave the low-grade at Coringa for the plants at some point in the future. If you've got an all-sorter there, you can actually transport, you can make everything high-grade because the contrast between the ore at Coringa and the waste at Coringa is probably the best we've seen yet. And obviously, the trucking cost is the same whether you're trucking low-grade or high-grade. So if you could truck a pre-concentrate, that's even better. So maybe there's an interim solution here, which is um, putting a crushing plant in, putting ore sorting facilities at Coringa, and trucking a pre-concentrate, which means uh, you're sending the, you know, the creme de la creme to to Palita. The, the good stuff. Okay, that's that's really interesting. Actually, you've got, you've you sent us an image before we kind of got on here, and there's a sort of it's a picture of a pile of rocks. I'll, I'll, I'll let you describe what what we see from what what what's in front of us. Maybe I'll pop that up now if, if the editor can do that. So, what are we actually looking at here? What we're, what we're looking at here is in front of the crushing plant. We're looking at two piles, and you can see. On the on the left hand side, you can see a, a, a more a red pile, and if you I don't know if you can really make it out, but you can see little white uh, sort of pieces inside it. Now those white pieces are the vein material, and the deep red, the rich red, is the waste rock, and it, it's it's it really is chalk and cheese. It's amazing. On the other pile, to the other side, it's more grey, and this has kind of always been the problem with the Sao Chico ore, and, and to a point the Polito ore, where sometimes the waste rock kind of masquerades a little bit and looks like. The vein material as well, so you you kind of get ore in the waste and waste in the ore. But Coringa is beautiful. It, it it's just brilliant. It, it it's absolutely a sharp contrast. So you know we've got we've already moved about 300 tons of Coringa ore to Polito. We've crushed it. We're doing the ore sorting test work with our ore sorter at Polito right now, and uh, I fully expect a very good result. Okay, so Mike, I just want to be clear here with with. Um Coringa, is this a is this a change of plan? Is this is this permanent, or is it as you say a short term slash medium term thing? No, we're 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 taking advantage of a of an economic situation and and improving infrastructure really, uh, and it just helps us, as you said, use your words, bring build a war chest and help Coringa ounces get get them into cash flow sooner, uh, and and allow us to um, you know uh, build up cash. In, in, in readiness, because we're, we're still committed and, and uh, working very hard on getting this installation license. Uh, uh, as you know, we're, uh, all that permitting is moving forward. Uh, it, it's all pretty good. We've got this extra step we're doing now, an indigenous study, uh, which is going to demonstrate zero impact. We fully hope that we're going to get positive news in early Q3 on all of these fronts, and ultimately we'll get the, like, the installation license in our hands, uh, which will allow us to construct the plant. But the plan's not going to be cheap. And at the end of the day, uh, it's going to take 12, 14 months to um, get gold through it. So this idea is to get ounces, runs on the board nice and early, and that's it. And if in the meantime, we come up with a, um, you know, a technical argument that actually we should stay with that situation, of course, we'll look at it. Uh, that's it. But certainly uh, long term, the, the, the plant is still the, the, the main plan. Because I believe there's a lot of resource to be found at Coringa, a lot of resource. A lot of a lot of follow-on from what we've got today, so um, you know that we've we've got to bear that in mind as well. Okay, well let's let's move on here because like I said, we're going to want to sort of punchy review of what is what has been going on, what is going to go on, which is and the the, the third sort of leg to the stool here is exploration. 
We've always talked about the potential of expiration uh, as a big part of the growth story for you. You haven't been able to do much um, for obvious reasons, uh, but what are you doing about it now? What does the rest of this year look like? Well, as you know, we've actually, our expiration is generally uh, focused in the, on the Polito complex in and around Polito. Um, and uh, we've actually focused more on larger scale. We've got a lot of resources at Polito, which is more high grade vein. Similarly at Sao Chica, similarly at Coringa. Our exploration department has actually focused more on larger scale deposits and anomalies, et cetera, as we, as we, as we try. We know our address is good for finding larger scale ore bodies, and that would actually change our world, obviously. So, you know, the emphasis has been more on that. I'd actually like to share a, a couple of images with you to sort sure. of help um, explain. Yeah, the, um, please go explain ahead. All. So just so Matt, just as a reminder, you know this is the Polito complex. We've got the Polito mine up here, and we've got the Sauchico mine out here. And over the last sort of eighteen months, we've been talking about this really fascinating magn- uh, geophysical high that runs right the way through our tenement, east to west. Um, and we've got you know coincidental anomalous geochemistry with it: copper, gold, um, other base metals. Got um, a, Brilliant. And we've got a whole sort of raft of, 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 of areas where we focused in on and got even, we've sort of got tighter geochemistry. Um, and we've got, we rank these one, two, all the way up there. So we've got sort of Cinderella down here and Sao, Sao Domingos here and Ganzo and all these other ones up here. We've just done, um, the one we chose to start with is number two here, which we, we call Matilda. Um, and the reason we did was the, the, the magnetic anomaly was so strong there. The geochemistry was the best, and it was a beautiful, concentric, uh, coincidental anomaly, which we, we really liked the look of it, and it was very consistent. So we uh, we got on the ground there, did some more geochemistry, and bit the bullet and uh, drilled three holes. So I'm just going to show you another image of it sort of closer up, uh, what, what Matilda actually uh, looks like. So we're now looking at a plan view of Matilda, that's zooming in on that sort of previous image. And we're looking at something that's now, you can see on the scale bar, two kilometers by two kilometers. And you can see there the contours in various colors, the lines, they are anomalous geochemistry of gold, high-grade gold, copper, molybdenum, and other metals. So it, 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 it's, it's classic. And the, and the shaded red there is where we've actually got the um, uh, we've also got the um, uh, the, the high-grade, sorry, the, the highly anomalous magnetite. A magnetite is always very significant in these types of deposits, if it is one, porphyry. Of course, magnetite is, is coincidental with the high-grade core. So we got pretty excited about this, about the, the high-grade geochemistry, high anom- highly anomalous geochemistry, and the really strong um, sort of um, magnetic um, uh, anomaly too. So we drill three holes. And the thing is, this thing is two kilometers by two kilometers. You don't know where you're drilling. You, you, you just hope you're going to catch something. Uh, and that's exactly uh, what we did. I'm just, I'm just going to show you another image of a, of a tip, what, one of the, what these porphyry-type deposits actually look like and what you're, what you're actually targeting. So this is what a classic porphyry looks like. Um, and you can see, I know, I know it's a bit technical and a bit sort of, but you've got this series of zones, alteration zones, and you, you, you don't really know where you are in the system. This is what you're after. This is what's called the potassic zone. It's rich in copper. It's rich in magnetite. That's why you get the magnetic anomaly. And all around it, you've got lower but anomalous copper and gold. So, you know, maybe Matilda is 
you know, we've got this on surface. We're picking up the copper and the gold anomalies from whole zone and the magnetite is coming from a deeper part there. So the key to porphyrins is, can you, is the surface down to this thing within 200 meters? Because that's kind of depth of a typical open pit. Um, and, and so really that's the name of the game. So you do, you drill first. You don't know whether you're over here or whether you're in the middle of it or whether you're over there. You don't know. You need a few holes. But the whole idea now is having drilled three holes, two of the three holes have returned very meaningful length, intersection lengths or widths, let's say. And we've certainly got grades that are basically in keeping with what a porphyry copper gold deposit would be. You can't demonstrate any kind of economic availability from three holes. But we are trying to now do a lot of multi-element analysis. So we look at these other elements like strontium and lead and copper and nickel and lithium and all this sort of stuff to try to actually help you vector. In other words, know where you are inside the system. Are we here? Are we here? Are we here? Or are we down here? To try to understand. That'll help us target the next holes to try to nail this thing. That's, a, that's the name of the game. So, um, you know, really, we've... Yeah, very excited about this, and uh, our exploration team. Yeah, they're really, uh, they're really all over it at the moment. Okay, so three, three holes. Um, is this going to be the, the one and only focus? Because um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to I'm trying to understand the the amount of budget you al- you can allocate to this. You know, is it shallow drilling, deep drilling? What's the what's you know what what's the total um, cost that you're allocating? This is the focus for the drilling. The other areas of which we remember we've got four or five more. We're we're still at the geochemistry's. Um, the geochemistry stage. So they've all, they're all being advanced at the same time uh, to actually find the geochemical part. So we'll actually hopefully have two or three more of these uh, in, 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 in time. But certainly the, the next drilling was more than likely going to be more holes into this once we actually know where we are in the system. There's no point drilling these things more than 250 meters because that's the depth of the pit. So if, it, if you find that you're up here and this thing is like 400 meters below your feet, well, you know, forget it. That's beyond our um, capabilities. But um, up, uh, if we're closer, good. We've been talking to the Anglo-Americans and a lot of other sort of bigger companies to, to come here and basically uh, look at uh, maybe if we, we get a real tiger by the tail here, you know, Sarabi hasn't got the firepower to sort of uh, drill one of these things out. Uh, but we might be able to get a, a partner to come in and help us. Um, it's always a sort of mute point, you know, you're, you don't want to sort of, uh, you want to keep your powder dry till you kind of really know what you've got. So we'd like to try to advance this and really understand before we uh, speak to too many people. But certainly we're open to, we will we'll probably be open to some kind of agreement, JV agreement with a, with a, with a company that might move this forward for an earning or something like that. that that's that's all, all, all to play for. All, all to play for. So just answer my questions in terms of, I get that the elsewhere, with the potential with Karinga building up a war chest and taking advantage of the, the, the economic situation at the moment. Um, but how, how many dollars will be going into this? And, you know, does that distract you from other more obvious, maybe quick, quicker returns? Or do you see exploration as an essential part of the growth story of this company? I think, I, I think one can't ignore this. If, we, if we've got something here, we, we need to sort of get this, package this up quickly. One of the things we might go back and do here is a bit more ground geophysics, which is very cheap um, to try to enhance the magnetic and better understand where this kind of this plastic zone is. And we might actually employ that in quite a few of our other areas to actually get better resolution of the magnetics before we actually drill them. You get a bigger bang for your buck then uh, in terms of... Uh, 
your drilling. So, and that's all stuff we can afford to do. And, you know, with the, with the budget we've got, sort of three, $4 million in exploration, we can afford to do that. If we start trying to drill this out because we think we've got a porphyry, we, we'll blow our budget in five minutes. So it, it is important to try to use geochemistry and geophysics as long as you can. We're converting a rig to do deep geochemistry uh, and drill the top of the sort of the, the top part here to try to get an indication there. All stuff that's that's cheap and meaningful exploration and avoiding drilling very deep, expensive holes. Um, I think we have to leave that for uh, for another day. Okay, so you, you're not going to blow your brains out on on, on that, but. You're very sure that the kind of the well, certainly the conversation we've had around Karinga sounds quite exciting to me um, in terms of cash generation, short-term cash generation, rather than drilling for the sake of drilling and at some point, you know, having to look at raising money for kind of capex, etc. So I guess it's agile thinking that I think maybe, well, certainly I am, and maybe the market gets excited about there. Um, I think we've got to recognise where we are. You know. Um, our share price isn't great. Uh, the, 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 you know, the, gold, the markets are rubbish or not, not great. Uh, we don't quite know where gold's going. So we've got to be you know, cognizant of all of that. Um, so we are focusing on you know, um, bringing back value for shareholders. I, I know a lot of people are very disappointed where, we, where we've got to. But I do think you know, we're, you know, we're hoping for positive news on permitting at Coringa pretty soon. That's all moving in the right direction. We've got this very exciting opportunity, I think, there with... Um, you know, taking advantage of a, of the of the, uh, the improvement in the economics to actually get Coringa ounces into our cash flow a lot sooner than we previously forecast, uh, and, and and basically avoiding a big capital uh, requirement, uh, and the ever improving Polito. I will say one more thing about Polito and Sao Chico as well. You know, we're doing a, we're spending a lot of money underground drilling there. We've got a drilling contractor, and they're really accelerating. We're planning on putting out a new forty three one hundred one resource reserve on Polito before the end of the year. Uh, which, which I think will be very positive. Uh, I say we're focusing on a lot on resource growth and really putting in place a, a sort of um, a much uh, improved um, mine plan there for not just immediately, but for the for the longer term as well. So, you know, I think by the year end we're going to be in a we're, we'll be in good shape and we'll really we'll really know how well you know well we'll have a plan for Karinga, uh, not just a short term plan, but hopefully an intermediate plan. The ore sorting opportunity I think will have shown itself. Um, so yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about, you know, that. And obviously just to finish off the icing on the cake is, um, you know, getting, uh, putting some polish on this, uh, this Matilda uh, anomaly or prospect as I like to call it now. 